It's Sunny in the Shade. Yes, it is, bitch. Here we go. And I am Dwayne. And I am Artavius. And uh, welcome back to season two. Welcome back, bitch. We back, girl. We are back. So, look, we don't have One Piece fish here. However, uh, we're going to go ahead and get this thing popping. We're going to pop this shit for a real one. Ooh. The real one is you, bitch. Uh, okay. So, keep listening. You're going to love this episode. Yes. So, um, I wanted to kind of, like, you know, we have, like, COVID-19, coronavirus, all this shit happening Ooh, and child. stuff, right? And so, this is forcing a lot of people to be in very close proximity, especially, like, nuclear families, mm-hmm. uh, to be in the same... If they live in the same household, everybody at home, all at the same goddamn time. Right. That usually don't happen, right? Not all the time. So Not this long. Sometimes, that will fuck up a motherfucker who's trying to go through the transition of being gay or mm-hmm. coming out of the closet. Makes it a whole lot more difficult. So, I thought that... Those folks and also those listeners who are not a part of the gay community, mm-hmm. this is an episode you absolutely want to listen to from beginning to end. Oh, yes. So, we're going to do a little bit of gay 101. Gay 101. Honey, I've been waiting on this because, <laughs> baby, it's some people that just need a good little lesson Yeah. from us, the people of the gay community, on one, how to treat us and how we operate and to get a better understanding on who we are. You know what I really like that's really on my motherfucking like chess, I gotta get this off. What is it? Is the bitches when they find out that you gay, they gotta do all of the gay sayings and be a whole lot of extra and all of us are not the same. Oh, now that's one thing. Okay, I gotta sit up on this. <laughs> I love my black women, you know I do. Okay. But some of them get on my nerves with it. That's kinda like a little tidbit of a pet peeve. Okay. Like for me, you know, I'm I'm the feminine queen here. Okay. And when women find out that not only that I'm gay, but that I'm feminine, like you said, they yeah. got to be extra. Like, yeah. hey, yes, queen. Yes. yes. Go up to the gods. Tens across the board. Yes. Like, you ain't got to do all that. Girl, and, and I see, just I'm clocked in. Queen, this, so. I just clocked in to work. That's yeah. it. Right. And my hair in a ponytail. No makeup, no lashes, no right. mascara. Bitch, nothing. this ain't the ball. Don't At give me all, all. that. <laughs> you doing too much for the very least. And for those of you who don't know what the ball is, the gay, gay culture has kind of been centered around a, a phenomenon that has happened in pop culture now, which is the gay ball. Everybody's mm-hmm. interested in the gay ball and want to go to one. Uh, New York is known for having like some of the best, as well as Chicago and other mm-hmm. places. But Memphis, not so much. We don't really have them as big and as grand as like those other cities. Yeah. But um, that's the ball. So, yeah. bitch, don't don't come at me like you're at the ball. Right, bitch. Right. I don't like, need don't tens across the board. Do it when it's time to do it. Like, right. don't just do it just because I'm gay. Like, exactly. Child, we just sitting here talking. Yes, queen. <laughs> Girl. And also, the other thing, though, like, I really wanted to... Well, so I think we just need to kind of have a roadmap for this episode. Okay, right? yes, yeah, so I want so to get lost. we, we want to make sure that we're addressing the people who are not a part of the gay community. Okay. And then those people who are self-realizing as well and kind of give them a little bit of, you know, tips on what to do and how to navigate some things. Got it. And then our newbies, the new uh-huh. gays who are already self-realized and... They don't know what what direction to go. They pulled the car out the garage, mm. but they don't know which way to turn, which street to go on. So we we're I hope within this half hour we'll be able to kind of cover all those okay. things, and it might be longer than half an hour. Right. Make sure y'all put y'all seatbelts yeah. on now. So daughter, daughter, niece, uh-huh. listen to your parents. We on the line. We about to get into it. Okay. All right. All right. So okay. So now. <clears throat> <laughs> First, let's talk about fish. And I know black women don't like to be called fish because they kind of look at it as a negative connotation. But 
girl, be glad we ain't calling you that bitch there. Okay, uh-huh. so okay, but that's the lingo though. <laughs> that's our lingo. We be like, okay, you know, real fish. Right. So fish is just another word for saying that's a real biological. Yeah. Exactly. Would you say exactly. That? Biological woman. Well, uh, that well, yeah, that's a female. Right. Okay. Because uh, we know, because that's a whole nother episode. Okay. Womanhood can be trans or hetero experiences. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, okay, let's get to. So, as far as addressing heterosexual uh, women or female uh, in this part, I think that uh, definitely. Understand that uh, you don't need to know who's the top and the bottom in relationships. Stop asking. That's Thank a personal you. thing. Thank you. Um, because my thing is like, why do you need to know the mechanics of how sexually active I am? Like, why do you know if I'm giving dick or taking dick? And another thing, if that's not your business. Exactly. If we're not fucking or we're not doing anything together, that's not your business. Exactly. That's a very intimate question that um, a person who is gay... Uh, or trans for that matter, right. would want to have that conversation with the person who they planning on rolling around in the bed with. Right. Um, the second thing is like, don't think because a guy is feminine or gay is that he wants to be you. Mm-hmm. Whoop. Yep. Say and that one more time. Just because a guy want got, but just because a guy is feminine or gay does not mean that he want to be you, mm. fish. He do not want to be a woman. Right. And I can't stress how much I get that. Yeah. Because like a lot of people know I do drag or female impersonation. Mm-hmm. And that's a then there's a difference between being a drag queen and a female impersonator. And mm-hmm. I kind of well not kind of, but I use my um thing as a female impersonator. Yeah. So I don't I don't have all these ex- exaggerated features and stuff like that. Yeah. I tried to come across as real fish. So give me the explanation before you get into it. Like the difference between a female impersonator and then a drag queen. Well, I don't know if I'm the right one to answer this, but I would to you for, for me. Okay. Okay. So how I look at drag queens is those who, um, who have exaggerated features. Like you see some that mm-hmm. have their eyebrows all the way on their forehead or have mm-hmm. real big eyes. Yeah. Um, and uh, do all these crazy, not crazy, but they're weird really type elaborate of, and yeah, grand, like pre- yeah, presentation. like crazy. So that's more fantasy in comparison right, to right. what female impersonating right. would be more it's, realistic, right? More realistic and natural of a real woman. So female impersonation would that kind of push you more towards like if you wanted to go into pageantry. Yeah. Because pageantry usually go for yeah. your more real fish look, right, right? Right. In comparison to drag queens, which is more of the entertainment side, yes. more fantasy. Yeah. And it's really like, okay, you really playing with all the colors in the color exactly. box. Exactly. Shout out to RuPaul. Hello. <laughs> That's Mama a bro. To RuPaul. <laughs> um Okay. So I just yeah. wanted to kind of make sure yeah, there was clarity between the two. Yeah, because a lot of people get that confused and I have to, you know, explain that mm-hmm. to them. Because when they look at my form of quote unquote drag is not so exaggerated. Like I don't. I mean, I'm not hating on the girls who do that because yeah. I love it when other girls do it. But I know that's just not my thing. Right. I'm more so of I like to look like real fish, and I love the acting part of it versus uh-huh. the fantasy um, performing as far as like in the bars and stuff like that. Like that's cool, right. but I'd rather be in a stage play and do play the female character okay. in that part. And okay. that's kind of where I go with that. Okay, nice. So I was wondering also, I think, is there another part we need to address with like 
fish. So, um, another thing with black women is also like every, like, first off, just because you have a gay best friend don't mean that you need to make them be in the same space with your boyfriend. Because mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot, there's this thing called masculine toxic, toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. I'm about to say it wrong, but <laughs> toxic masculinity. And every guy ain't used to gay people being around them, even if their person is trans or if that person is a gay person, you know, that that they could be threatened at any time. Of course, that's a lack of education. Right. And and I think this is the whole purpose of having this episode. So, um, you know, ladies who listen, if you have a guy and he, you might want to kind of give him a little bit of information or school him or whatever, let him listen in on this episode. Uh, my whole thing is, is trying to be completely transparent and accurate as possible, giving accurate information. That way... Uh, you don't hurt yourselves because you fuck around and you put a, a a gay boy around your man, and your man is is a part of that ma- that toxic masculinity crew. That's a fight. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, it also puts that that gay person in danger too. Absolutely, and then you don't want to fuck up your relationship because yeah. you're trying to you know be oil and water. Your best friend on them. Exactly, yeah. you know. Cause and and what I have also noticed in my personal experiences of being friends with black women. Uh, once they get in a relationship, you gone. Like, well, actually, you don't leave. She leave. Yeah. You know, and she go and she go into her man's world, and she like, okay, she's cool with him until he fuck up, and then she come find you again. Child, let me Damn tell you, you what it. happened to Marcus, bitch. You know, and all that. Child. I'm like, by this time, bitch, I checked out. I don't give a fuck about you or Marcus. Like, mm-hmm. both you motherfuckers can go play in the street. But why they always come? They always make it known or mm-hmm. come to us when they want to gag or when they want to have a kiki yeah, moment. Like yeah. we, we can have a natural conversation. So let's let's define a gag and a kiki. So a gag is like, bitch, you about to you knock a motherfucker her back, like ex, like astonishing information. Right. That's a gag. A kiki is like you know you sitting down and you having a talk. It could be like different levels of a kiki. A kiki can be like, okay, bitch, we smoke weed and drinking and just sit back and talking about life. Kind of like what people do at the hole in the wall. They smoking and drinking and just listening to loud music and, you know, expressing themselves in right. that way. Uh-huh. Or it could be a kiki where, goddamn it, look like soul food. Everybody get together and eat or whatever. <laughs> or, you know, y'all do a, a, a crab. What's it called? A boil? The boil? What's that? What you said? The crab, eating crabs and crawfish and shit? Yes. Crabfish, crawfish yes. boil? That shit? <laughs> you know, I don't eat seafood and shit, so... I won't have the yes. terminology. Yes. But um but yeah, like doing shit like that, like a kiki can look very different. Card game, drinking, rotel right. wings, whatever just, the case. Just yeah, but just getting and around and it could be a serious thing where it's a waiting to exhale situation, or it could be a more lighthearted thing where it's okay, bitch, it's a reading session. And you right. know, when you get a good reading session going in the kiki, like a bitch might actually <laughs> get hurt. So right. <laughs> uh, at your, in a reading session where can you play the dozens in a gay yeah. term. Uh-huh. So, thank you. I had to kind of go in there. And yes. <laughs> so, with that, that, a lot of black women have, i experienced they've done that where they had to come back around after Marcus or whoever uh-huh. the nigga name is and fucked them over, pissed them off, and she wanted to leave them. And then now she want to come back to you, gay right. best friend, 
and kind of have you to lick her wounds and be like, well, bitch, you a bad bitch anyway, right. ho. You don't need him. Need and, do, 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 do. and girl, I thought something was going to happen, but I had to be my, had to keep my mouth closed. Nah, 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 nah. Mm-hmm. And I wanted you to have your chance at love because we forever cheerleaders Ooh, for black women, right? right? And so, <laughs> you got to say that. <laughs> right. So my thing is, it's like, you know, I think that, you know, black women treat us nice. You want to keep your best friend around while you're in a relationship and out of it because your nigga might be bisexual. Don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. What I and I and I will say that lightly. Let me give a disclaimer there. Men don't understand that sexuality is a spectrum, and that's ooh, another. Ooh, that's a episode. whole another episode. And, yes, because it could mm-hmm. get crazy. Where you, Marcus, got this toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Masculinity. But at the same time, you leave you leave your gay best friend at the house with Marcus, and you just going to the store. Marcus just getting out the shower, and uh, and he want to see what it feels like. Right, to have ain't nobody this. there but your gay best friend and Marcus, and Marcus kind of want to experiment. And the- nasty habit of wanting to fight the other bitch instead of fighting that nigga like ain't nobody pressing up on your man and wanting your man like that it usually is where your nigga then invited a third party into the situation mm-hmm. whether you supposed to know or not mm-hmm. and then women go and fight the other woman which I find so interesting I never understood that either Yeah, because I'm like I'm finna get his ass yeah Cause he's a common denominator in this whole situation. Yeah. So let's talk about when it's a three-way love affair with gays. Oh. Usually. Uh huh. <laughs> let's go there. I would say I've never fought anyone because of a three-way love affair. Okay. I usually just exit stage fucking left. Okay. I'm right with you. And I'm just gonna leave you there, and you trying to figure out where the fuck I went. And now you're playing Where's Waldo. <laughs> right. And I'm good at making an exit silently. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not the one... Like, if I feel I've gotten a lot better at it, but now I feel like if I'm in a position where I'm not feeling worthy or if I'm not feeling like, okay, this person is playing, mm-hmm. I would exit stage left with no notification. Yeah. Like, I just... Like, they, in our term, we go ghost. Mm-hmm. I would ghost the motherfucker real quick and they'd be yeah. like, hey, what's up? And then I hit you with the who this? Real quick. I ain't okay. gonna change my number. Fuck you. That's $17 with AT&T. I'm not changing my motherfucking number, <laughs> uh-uh. bitch. I'm gonna I block don't. your ass and if you find a way to get hold of me because you know a motherfucker, don't, they, ain't well, they don't leave well enough alone. Right. They'll call your phone. No one's going straight to voicemail. I know what it is because I have an iPhone and uh-huh. we know how iPhones work. Right. But then a the motherfucker eventually go and go in your inbox on Facebook, on Instagram and you know, on Twitter and all that. Trying, trying to force you to have a conversation. Bitch, if I ghost you on the phone and sent you straight to, straight to voicemail, take the hint. 
Okay. <laughs> don't make me act out because I'm not responsible for, my for how action. far I go. Okay. <laughs> and they want you to get ugly. Like I try to be nice about it. Like, okay, let me just go on it. Take myself out of this situation. I'm going to block you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to block you on social media so you won't try. Because, you know, Facebook, Instagram, and Snap. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where you can video call them. Mm -hmm. No, ma'am. I don't need no type of communication. Right. Then I had the motherfucker, he called from another number. Yeah. And how I am, if I don't know the number, I'm not going to answer. So yeah, if you don't right. leave a voicemail, right. baby, you ain't going to get no call back. Right. So and the if you leave a voicemail, I'm going to listen to it and be like, hmm. Uh, let me go on and block mm, this number. Right. <laughs> Baby, uh-uh. I so I think like when we're talking about like with, with fish and um, just how to navigate the gay community, my thing is like if you love the gay culture, like mm -hmm. indulge in the gay culture, right. you know, and support it. But don't come in with your, your shit on some dumb shit. Be a good ally. Right. Being a good ally looks like, okay, support it, coexist with it, and know your place in it. Right. Just un understand our culture. Right. Just how for us, and I can only speak for my, my own truth, we was raised in understanding the heterosexual culture. Yes. And we had to learn, or for me, I had to learn the gay culture. Of course, yeah. So I would say for them, before you bombard yourself into our culture, learn us first. Educate yourself on us. And that's kind of yeah. what this gay one-on-one -on -one is for. Exactly. To kind of give you a couple tips. We can't give you everything, but give you a couple tips on how you should behave <laughs> and how and how to understand our lingo I'll and some behave. of the things. I'll behave. <laughs> yes. And just understand how we operate. Some yeah. of us, at least. Right, right. And I think definitely, like, uh, being a heterosexual uh, woman or being a female... Make sure, like, if you're encountering our trans sisters and brothers, uh -huh. don't misgender or just anyone, for that matter, in the LGBTQ spectrum or community, don't misgender anyone. Yeah. Like, be, be prone to ask first these yes. two questions. Hi, what's your name? What's your preferred pronouns? If you're not going to directly address a person like, okay, if there's a... Um... Tamika, mm -hmm. if you have a trans person, they say their name is Tamika, their pronouns is, is hers and she, mm -hmm. address them with those. Don't just come, oh, a it, Ooh. and then, right, or Ooh, all that shit. And see, the thing is, that's one thing about that shit with black women that really pissed me off, mm -hmm. because they go right for the fucking red button. Mm -hmm. They want to fire the missile as soon as they mad. And when they feel disenfranchised, and I understand, like, in society, generally speaking, everyone, that black women are the most disrespected uh, population of folks outside of the gay community, okay. black women. And it's like, almost like you got the white man top, top yeah. then you got white woman, then you got black man, then you got black woman okay. after that, and then you got people in the gay community, okay. you know, and they're talking about especially like trans and okay. uh, those other subgroups in the community. So, uh, with that being said, understand that we all are trying to figure out how to live together, work together, um, and enjoy each other. And if you are interested in the gay culture, I don't want you as a heterosexual woman uh, to walk in and feel like that you need to be timid and scared or anything like yeah. that. But, bitch, don't come in thinking that shit got to revolve around you. Right. It's a lot of us in the community, mm -hmm. and it does not revolve around any of us. Right, right. Um, and so, that being said, I think 
you know, we might need to address the uh, person who has not come out yet. Okay. Do you have any advice for a person? I want to give you this opportunity. Uh, oh, individual who is not out yet and they've run across the podcast, what would you like to tell them? Okay. Well, there's, I would say there's different kinds. For me and my experience, I'm a feminine gay man. Mm-hmm. Baby, you can clock me from a mile away. There's no TMI, and I'm quick to share minds. But um, when it comes to coming out, whew, first thing, uh, be prepared to be kicked out. Okay. That, I know that's a hard pill to swallow. But at the same time, I would say have your ducks lined up because sometimes it don't go as planned. Because okay. I know for me, I was raised with both my parents um, homophobic. Okay. So I knew if I come out, they're going to kick me out. Yeah. So I had to play it safe. So what I did was I got cool with my aunts who was accepting. Yeah. So I know if something was to happen at the house with my mom and she kicked me out, which she did, I, could, I had somewhere to go. Okay. Because it's a lot of times where... Um, the young gays who recently come out or come out and they get kicked out and they don't have nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. You know your situation better than anybody. Yeah. So, navigate it. Yeah. If you know that your people is not accepting of this lifestyle or this culture, mm-hmm. have your stuff lined up. Like, you have somewhere to go. Okay. Because the last thing you want to be is out on the street. Because yeah. a lot of times, well, for me, she took my clothes, she took my computer... She took everything that she bought. And, you know, at that time, I was 18. Like, I don't have nothing. You bought everything I have. I had. So, for me, it was very traumatic for me because it's like, what the fuck do I go? But I had my aunt who came, and she kind of helped me, you know, get Mm -hmm. it together. And she got on her sister about what she did. Yeah. Shout out to Auntie Quick Quick. But, yeah, I would definitely say... Above anything, make sure your living situation is solidified. Yeah. Have somewhere to go, or whether it's just a friend, another family member, a mm. grandmother, grandfather, whoever. Yeah. Have somebody that will be in your corner and that you can have somewhere to go. I think that's the very first thing okay. you need to do. The second thing I would say, um, and I'm, I'm spill my tea. I came out. It's bisexual. <laughs> Believe oh, sorry, it or not. I'm laughing because there, there is a story behind this. Okay. <laughs> right. Because, baby, I'm the well, I'm not the only gay in my family, as we know. There's a gay person in every family. Um, but I'm the only male gay in the family. Mm. For the female gay that's in the family, you know, they want... I always say this thing where I feel like lesbians have it so much easier Societal than norms. us. Right. I think... I, I would challenge that, but I understand where you're coming from yeah. with that. Yeah, and um, and I knew it would not be that easy for me, so mm-hmm. I didn't even try that. But like I said, I came out bisexual first because I wanted to test the waters first. Now, I am still to this day attracted to women. However, I'm not sexually attracted to women. I was about to say, wait a minute. So... <laughs> I'm about to say, do we need to refer back to Keisha Caldwell and see <laughs> no, in, no, in, in season go one? Back. Okay, go back and if Keisha y'all Caldwell. don't know what I'm talking about, look, go anywhere where it's sunny and the shade is available, 
and you look for the I don't know what the fuck the name of the episode, but Ooh. Keisha Caldwell. Maybe basically a quick fuck rundown. Up. Keisha Caldwell was my first uh, experience. Are you about to throw? I up? almost threw up there. <laughs> Ooh, girl, it cat is sitting right there at the <laughs> tip, uh, honey. It was my first experience, um, sexual experience with a female. Yeah, and it didn't turn out so well because I'm gay now. But anyway, um, yeah, so I would say I came out by because I wanted to test the waters. Yeah, that's right. You, that was your first time eating pussy. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> the P word, please. What? Power or pussy? <laughs> Like I said, I came out as just to test the waters. Um, but once I did that, it was it was kind of a little easy way, you know. That's like okay, I can I can deal with that. Mm. But of course, I had my aunties like bisexual boy stop. Mm, like yeah. I said, honey, <laughs> you can clock me from a right. mile away. I mean, and how old were you? I was eighteen when I came. Out. I waited specifically after I um, graduated. Because I was okay. like, let me graduate first. Because okay. like I said, you you want to make sure your ducks in a row are lined up. Because me, I want to make sure I finish high school. Because if I get kicked out and I end up moving somewhere else, I may not be in the same district and mm-hmm. I can't go. So I didn't want to have no problems with that. So right. I finished school first and had my living situation before I came out officially. Right. But yeah, I tried to test the waters and it was okay and then a, a little bit after that that's when I came out as you know fully gay Okay, and they was like we already knew yeah it's he like for me um, I came out I was like 22 years old um, and I didn't have a bisexual phase okay um, not where I acted out of the place mm-hmm. I had the feelings like okay well I'm attracted to guys and girls and I think mm-hmm. most of my 20s I was attracted to guys and girls okay. and so what I ended up doing was um, like in between I was in like a 6 year relationship with a guy my god and that's then, like 30 years for a gay relationship <laughs> and then um, we broke up and then I started dating a girl who I dated in high school okay. for like a year. And we were not sexually active in high school, but we were in our adulthood. Okay. And she just freaked me out. I I guess I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put the blame on her. Okay. Right? I think it was kind of like I was used to having sex with a person with a penis. Okay. And so I when I was sexually active with her, it was kind of funny because she would do and say some things where I was just like, it was corny. Uh-huh. And I think it was genuinely just not a good fit for us to even be going that direction because okay. we were such close friends. And okay. after that, it was just fucking awkward. And <laughs> I always was like, uh, she's corny as fuck. <laughs> you know, um, I guess 
she called my dick Bobby. Really? She gave your dick a name? Bobby of all names. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Bobby? I don't know, man. And I never asked her, but it was just fucking weird, you know? Like I said, hi, Bobby. <laughs> you know. I just want you to know, fuck you, okay? <laughs> well, I named mine, well, not my person's, but my my toy, his name is Philando. Yeah. Well, the toy that I owned and, and don't use, his name is Marquise. Oh, yes, and baby. he's just like the rest Marquise. of the niggas named Marquise. They're good for nothing as niggas. <laughs> I would say that, And right. not useful because I don't need Marquise. <laughs> I have Tell a Josh. shit up, okay? I, I have a Josh. Yes, God. <laughs> so, um, I think also, like, when you're talking about, like, those people who have not self-realized at the time, but they're still kind of exploring, uh-huh. I would say definitely look out at uh, other people Look at places online mm-hmm. or wherever you can to find information about places that you can ask questions. You right. know, um, like how you were saying, they need to prepare to come out right. and be like, okay, have your ducks in line. Like, okay, yes. in, have a contingency plan where if your parents or someone, whoever your guardian is, yeah. feels like they need to put you out to make a point. You have somewhere to go. You right. don't have to miss school. You don't have to go without taking a bath and eating and yeah. things like that. Um, I would also say, like, if you are in a relationship with a person while you're in a stage of transitioning and being self-realized, uh, definitely talk to that person and their folks and see where their folks are. Right. If they folks are accepting and know what's going on, maybe you can talk to them and say, hey, look, you know, I'm dating your your child or your mm-hmm. uh, person or whatever. And see if you can go over there and kind of camp out until you can get some shit in line and order. Right. Um, I would even say, like, if you have a job or if you have access to money, save your money. As for, much as you yeah, can. Yeah, for your announcement. Because, you, <laughs> you know, it might be a situation where none of those other options work. And you might have to live in a, 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 a hotel room for whatever amount of time until right. you can get things, figure things out. Right. Um, I know that there are places in the immediate Memphis area where a person can access. Um, and so if you are interested in the information, I would say at the end of this episode, reach out to us on social media. Uh, as always, you got Facebook, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram is really good. Yes, Instagram, uh, with, I think it's our out. best. Absolutely. Um, our best um, but any one of those, you can you can get us. Um, our Twitter is not up and running yet, but we will mm-hmm. be uh, operating on Twitter as well. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, it is. It is. Is it, it is. okay? So yeah, 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 okay. yeah. That's okay. my mistake. So okay. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You got your trifecta. You go, go to one of those. <laughs> um, and so, what we're planning, what I would love to do is connect folks to the places they need to go where yeah. they can get the help that they need. Yeah, because the more the more information you have, the better. Absolutely. Because I know for me. It it wasn't much of a struggle because, like I said, I pre-planned. Mm-hmm. And, of course, a lot of times, we sometimes we just may not know what ducks we need to have in a row. Yeah. And, and I kinda, but, I'm sorry to cut you off. I kind of mm-hmm. got off wind, but all in all about my experience, I was older. I was already out on my own and all this mm-hmm. shit, so I didn't have to go through none of the stuff. You right. Through. Okay. So... I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, the the more information you have, the better. Like Wayne said, save as much as you can. Of course, look out for yourself. Make sure you have somewhere to sleep. Make sure you have somewhere to go that's not going to stop what you have going, like school or mm-hmm. work and stuff like that. You have that access because the last thing you need is any type of 
disturbance or any type of interruption that's going to knock you off your stuff. Yeah. So you definitely want to keep that in line. If you get if you miss anything, have that right in order before you even make your announcement. Yeah. Yeah. Because absolutely. once that announcement is out, it's out. Yeah. It gets real. You, you can't unring that thing. <laughs> right. It's real. Right. So those people who are in the gay community already and may have already transitioned and self-realizing and letting mm-hmm. people know. Um what would be like some advice that you would give to those folks as far as like what they might not know, but what they need to know going forward? As far as like coming out? Already have come out and they're in the gay community. Okay. I would say the thing that helped me was find your tribe. And what I say, yes, Lord. what I mean by come that on, is bitch. find those that are like-minded. Yeah. And like I said, in, in the community, it's a spectrum of us. Yeah. It's a spectrum. All of us are not club hoppers, which, I mean, not coming for those who go to the club every weekend. Mm. I mean, but for for me, I'm not this type of gag. Yeah. But you have those that does that. And if that's your thing, find those, find your crew or your yeah. tribe that does that and y'all can have fun together and duck walk all up and down <laughs> that mud. And my aunt taught me something much like younger that now I see it it holds true every day and uh-huh. people keep making her out to be like the honest to God truth. Mm-hmm. Water seeks its own level. Oh yes. And oh, yes. what I mean by that is when the water gets high mm-hmm. at the river it all come together. You don't have a little water up here and a little water down there. Mm-hmm. All water sinks, seeks its own level. Yeah. But when the water gets low you don't have trap water up at the at the bluff. You have water that's all the way low mm-hmm. down at the bank. Right. It, it water seeks its own level. So, with that being said, and you making a statement, find your own tribe. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I meant by okay. this statement. And so, um, I would say to kind of give a little bit more definition about how you were saying it. Like, I love that analogy. Find your tribe, mm-hmm. but understand that you are still a part of the village. Right. And I know that a lot of, excuse me, a lot of gays who are either just about to transition into uh, coming out as gay and being self-realized, and then those who have already self-realized as being Mm -hmm. LGBTQ, um, those people oftentimes say, oh, I'm not gay, I'm just doing me. We Mm -hmm. had an episode called that, right? Uh And so a lot of folks don't want to identify, in quotations, with being a part of the LGBTQ community, but they still are active and participate in it. And my thing, what I want folks to understand that uh, whether you're in either one of those places in being a part of the community, if you are, if you participate in a gay community sexually, socially, mm-hmm. or fiscally, you're part of the gay community. Period. So if you pay to go to the club, mm-hmm. if you be on the motherfucking whole stroll, the whole stroll is Jack, fa- uh, the whole uh, Jack, Facebook, Grinder, Scruff. Wait, you BGC, do Facebook in now? Oh, yes. Facebook. Oh, hell yeah. Facebook got a whole thing. Facebook dates. They show do. I'm yeah. show on now. Look, bitch, don't act surprised. <laughs> Clocked you. Clocked you. <laughs> but um, if you participate socially, fiscally, or um, sexually in the gay community, you are a part of it. Uh, if you are a nigga that say you don't fuck with the gays or nothing like that, but you been over and let a trans girl bone you down, guess what? Ooh. You're a part of the community. And uh, you that sit here and you travel outside of your city to go and fuck with guys in other cities because you don't want your tea in your hometown, 
guess and you say, oh, I'm not a part of the gay community. Yes, you are. No, your folks thing. just ain't got your tea in your hometown. Mm-hmm. Like, let's let's call a thing a thing. Okay. And so, mm-hmm. well, we got to be honest and be for real about that thing and being a part of the village. So, I'm glad that you mentioned finding your tribe. Find your tribe. Yeah. Because you have, it's like, important. bears. Yeah. You have, um, I mean, first off, the everybody know about top, bottom, and verse. Yeah. Those are the first three groups that people are going to put you in or box you in. Um, or try to box you in without yeah, even knowing you. Exactly, exactly. Like, even they just put you on a mini interview. Hello. You know, they'll just ask, what you like doing? And there you go. Uh, so, you have top, bottom, verse. Then you have your otters. You have bears. You have cubs. You have your films. You have your fats. You have your... Um, uh, your trans, mm-hmm. which is a whole nother sub community. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have uh, those who are into S and M, into mm-hmm. leather, um, bondage. It's a lot uh, of swingers. Them. Yeah, uh, threesomes or not threesomes, but thruples, which is thruples. three people and a couple. Okay. Um, I mean, you have like so many different sub communities up right. under the gay. Right, so that's why it's definitely important to kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, educate yourself and see where do you fit. Mm -hmm. Where do you fit and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just find your tribe and see where you fit in. Exactly. Um, I think that, we did pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, like, definitely, like, if you have any more questions about any of this, um, there is one place that I would suggest you go to a uh, website. It's thepage.org. Mm-hmm. That's uh, T-H-E-P-A-I-G-E dot O-R-G. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find them at the page 901 on Facebook, the page 901 on Instagram, and the page 901 on Twitter. So make sure you go and you if you got questions, you want a little bit more information, um, you can go to those three places and, and get everything or those four different places and right. get you know, whatever information you need around uh, self-identif- self-identifying being LGBTQ. And um, also finding your tribe and becoming yeah. a part of the community. Yeah. And everybody's not comfortable with like doing volunteer work. Right, and right. And all that. And I understand but that. It took me a but, minute to get into Yeah, but bitch, if you just want to find other folks like you and you just need right. somewhere to point you in the right direction... The page.org will be able to give you that even if you just feel like you don't find what you need on the website or any other social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Shoot a bitch an inbox. You know, mm-hmm. we're virtually now meeting and greeting right. because of COVID-19 <laughs> or coronavirus. This shit is <laughs> real. <laughs> um, reach out. And we're always like looking at comments and, and corresponding back with folks who are inquiring. Yes. Um, so, uh, with that being said, I think this was a really good conversation. Yes. Talking about I hope they got something from it. Yes. And my thing is, if you haven't gotten enough, reach out. Because mm-hmm. I know this is only maybe a tablespoon. Right. You know, and a motherfucker might want a serving spoon of it, you right. know. <laughs> uh, and we want to make sure we give you everything that you need. Um, this is more of a, a more, I thought it was going to be a lot more lighthearted, but it's a little serious. Right. But I think in the times, this is a good vibe, you know, right. on this episode. It's a good intro to yeah. getting you ready. Oh, baby, we still going to have all the mess, all the shade. Oh, baby, don't get it twisted, yeah. honey. 
We still sipping and tripping. Oh, yes. And throwing shade, baby, from this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> the shadiest podcast of them all. In all your platforms. Yes, bitch. So, if you are interested in listening to season one. Please Or do. you want a little bit more lighthearted humor, please make sure you go check out our other episodes. And make sure you subscribe. That way you get the update on the newest one. You want you don't want to miss that notification. Right. Um. So, the places you can go are Google Podcasts. Apple Podcast, uh-huh. Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, um, and everywhere fucking else. <laughs> you said Spotify, didn't you? I did say okay. Spotify. So, um, you know, once again, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, uh, keep commenting and corresponding. We're yes. gonna keep on, you know, throwing y'all some good shit to listen to and talk to. Yeah, and don't forget to rate. Rating is very important to get our ranks up on the podcast list. Damn right. So be sure to rate, you guys. Right. So, um, it's sunny in the shade. As always, bitch. And until next time. Get into it, baby. Get into it. All right. (laughs) Bye.